Hey guys, I'm Pauline Ponders. There's something about coffee shops that always gives me a sense of comfort and stillness. Even with the customers rushing in and out, it has always been a true sanctuary for me where I can let my many thoughts flow. It is also a place where I've connected with the most amazing people, and many of those people I've met are a big reason of why I'm here with you today. Sometimes when life gets too busy, too hectic, and overwhelming, it prevents us from remembering to take a deep breath, to be still, and to be present. Here on Pause, Sip, and Ponder, we are doing just that. Join me and my guests as we talk about everything and anything and the aim to give you some encouragement and some thoughts for you to ponder on. So if you're ready, sit down, relax, and let's just ponder. All right, guys. So today I have my twin, Nicole, <laughs> and you guys probably remember her from... Um, one of our episodes that I already posted last season called Vulnerability, which is a really good one. And after this episode, you should definitely check it out. So today we are going to talk about something I actually wanted to talk about way before I even met her, but I think meeting her <laughs> definitely sparked you know the motivation to do it that plus it's point. more fun to <laughs> talk about it with someone else our struggles <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we relate with our struggles um and we just yeah we really relate to it and you know and that's working you know more than the average person that's what we're going to be talking about kind of yeah. hustling not the bad hustling just but hustling. you know you know just living with certain restrictions limitations um disadvantages due to you know lower financial privileges so if you're ready sit back relax and let's just ponder so before we move on to the conversation how are you i'm doing great how are you i know i saw you already earlier today (laughs) but are you excited i'm excited i'm always excited to talk to you pauline (laughs) thanks (laughs) you too um well this particular topic i was thinking about it before you came is this as much as I'm excited to talk about it, do you feel any feelings of maybe shame? I don't know if that's the right word, you know, to use. Um, but like even growing up with what we're talking about, about being in circumstances where, you know, we're limited due to financial, you know, things. Did you ever feel ashamed about talking about this particularly openly? You know, I've actually had that question asked to me before oh, really? by my mom. Yeah, oh. by my mom. Your mom? My really? mom asked me this question. Wow. Yeah, because so we both are coming from families that are immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel are like you first generation. I'm first generation American. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but like you know, high five <laughs> yes. to me and Pi. We're <laughs> twins. Yes, I think so. Literally. Um, but yeah, no. So like. I think being a child of an immigrant really has like a huge factor on this and if you're a child of an immigrant you guys like I feel like you're definitely gonna resonate with this topic yeah um but she asked me a while ago when I was like in the second grade oh that is a while ago yeah like she's been cleaning houses ever since she got in this country right right and so she asked me hey are you embarrassed over the fact that like I clean houses wow and I didn't understand what she was asking. Yeah. Like, I legitimately didn't. Because it was just normal, right? For me, I grew up with that. Yeah. I grew up with that. And I was like, why on earth would I be embarrassed, mom? Yeah. <laughs> and I was a lot. When you're a child, you're more blunt. Mm-hmm. You're more straightforward. You get to the point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mom, there's no reason to be, like, embarrassed about it. Like, yeah. What are you talking about, you yeah. cuckoo? <laughs> wow. And she was, like, crying. And I did not understand why. 
But then she re-asked the question, like, in my first year of college. And she was like, are you still embarrassed? Or, like, do you think you're embarrassed now that you understand the concept and everything? Mm Mm-hmm. I responded with the same way, but I understood the emotion she was talking through mm-hmm. her words. And my answer was still no. I'm not embarrassed at all because wow. you're hustling. You're yeah. doing everything you can yeah. to be here. And that's something, if anything, I'm more than proud of. That's awesome. Yeah, I think for our audience, because I know my audience is ranging from all types of different backgrounds, um, you know, ethnicities and financial status, Um, And this is not an episode to kind of degrade or like, you know, shun people of any type of class at all. If anything, you know, we're all struggling somehow just differently. And um, although both of us may have struggled financially, I can see that, you know, we've been blessed towards different parts in our lives have you ever absolutely. like yeah d- despite that, with that yeah. yeah um but I guess to kind of paint a picture of what we both experienced for me personally so my mom uh she's been cleaning houses and she's been working here are she's we been a, a nanny are we a literally oh my god me too. <laughs> literally um she was a nanny um uh, she was a caretaker caregiver, yeah oh my gosh oh gosh um, she even like tried to pick up like small like other did she small like jobs. cook food too and try to sell it I sh- I don't think did. she did food, but I think she did jewelry. Uh, oh, my mom. <laughs> I told you about how like my yeah. mom tried doing that, but she kind of failed at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking it up. So. She, yeah, so she did stuff like that. She even, like, yeah. throughout the year, she would do, like, networking businesses, like, yeah. um, selling products. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's what you kind of have to – like, they were the old-school entrepreneurs. Yeah. That's how I like to think about it. Because, mm-hmm. like, you didn't have modern technology, like, phones. And exactly. Crackless was not a thing. Mm-mm. And, like, things were – like, back in the day, advertisements were newspapers. Yes. Like, the newspaper <laughs> ads on the sections yeah. and, like – going door to door not even finding houses. jobs on newspapers like i remember I she would search yeah on yeah there. you would see like the red markers <laughs> being circled yeah. oh my god uh, wow we're really <laughs> for real yeah our upbringing is very similar yeah i can see that yeah, yeah. I, maybe this is why i got along really so <laughs> i know so relatable exactly yeah. so i think um so growing up for me um, you know, we didn't have a car back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was like maybe one car if we were lucky. Yeah. We were constantly taking public transfer, uh, transportation. Yeah, the bus. Yeah. And um, because she had to work so much, you know, I had to be independent. Like I had since preschool, actually, I would walk to my bus stop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. really? Yeah. And go home. You, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I had my own key, mm-hmm. um, walked by myself. I would have to call her every time I, you know, mm-hmm. come to the mm-hmm. house to let her I know. I memorized like my parents' phone it's numbers when I was too, young, dude. When I was young as hell. Yes. Yeah. And this is before cell phones were even a exactly. thing. Like, you didn't even write it down. No, you just, you just had, had it registered it. Yeah, yeah that's I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah, and so we may, like, for me, like, I didn't do much extracurricular activities that maybe other During my upbringing, no. In yeah. high school, I did, though. Yeah, same. When we actually had the time, I guess. Yeah, and you were able to, you it know, was an do escape. it by yourself. Yeah. It was an escape from everything. Yeah. Because the upbringing, you know. Like you said in a little bit more in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. we might have lost a couple of things that most Americans mm-hmm. have, 
Yeah, like I didn't go to camp. No, or, like, I didn't, I didn't know what go camp was. after school program. Sleepovers, or... none of that. I did not understand the concept of. Yeah, but <laughs> like I didn't allowance. Oh, uh, what is she? Fun... <laughs> I don't know what that is. Allowance blew my mind. <sighs> I was just like, wait, you kids get money for breathing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, for me it was like, no, I sit home and like. Yeah. I could watch the TV. Yeah. That could be my friend. Cook for myself. Cook for like myself. I had to cook for myself. Yeah. So I, again, like I'm out of nine children. And so all the rest of my siblings are in the Philippines. And they're oh, older snap. than me. So just imagine, like it was okay. It was steady when That's me and my mom lot. first, or when my, I was, when she came here and I was born here, it was steady right. until the point where they started going to college <laughs> So just imagine oh, having to yeah. pay tuition yeah, yeah, yeah. by tuition every single year. Oh, and no. so that was also within the time she had my half-brother. Yeah. And she could no longer afford babysitting. Right. So I literally had to take care of my brother when mm-hmm. I was younger. Um, we would go to school together. Oh, no. And so, yeah, I think because due to that, like I couldn't play outside as much as I could you know right and at the time it's frustrating but now you understand like yeah and also like during the time like it's not as pressuring or like because you have nothing to compare to as much like there's the moment it's just normal yeah (laughs) I mean I I remember the good times of like hanging out with people in my neighborhood yeah like we might have not had the basic whatever american child life was but we were really rich in love in other ways exactly i think that's what counts yeah Yeah. like for you how would you describe paint a picture of like how was your upbringing my upbringing it was really similar to yours honestly Mm -hmm. like i just keep agreeing with like you guys can't see this because it's not a video yeah i just keep nodding my head like yeah Yeah. Yeah. um for me well i was a single child for most of my upbringing i guess mm-hmm. like the early years mm-hmm. up until i was like six technically five but six yeah so i was adopted by a filipino family up until i was almost seven like legally like not adopted legally. or just it was like, like under the table mm-hmm. actually by a filipino family okay and um so these people they knew like the situation that my family was going through my parents were not stable mm-hmm. um were these like close <coughs> friends of yours or like I neighbors so. or okay. they were neighbors okay they were neighbors they were right next to us we were in townhouses yeah and um technically they were babysitting me mm-hmm. but i mean i was with them five days of the week right yeah sometimes just the full seven days yeah and um they would they would feed me they would take care of me they would teach me life lessons they were my family yeah they were my mom dad no wonder we bond so well <laughs> i are basically the filipino, filipino. Culture. <laughs> yeah like yeah. i understand the concept of sharing sharing is like mm. the most i took out of them yeah and i loved that mm-hmm. i was so rich in love honestly that's good. that's good yeah they treated me like i was their own yeah i was their daughter in the end of the day mm-hmm. and um the reason being is because my mom and dad, they were both immigrants. My dad used to be, his upbringing was different. He was actually wealthy, but mm. it's different. You're not allowed to, if you're wealthy, you're not allowed to date anybody under under class. And my mom was dirt really? poor. Yeah. So wow. it was like, he was shunned by the family. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that meant like we were struggling the whole yeah. entire way. No one was helping us, minus the Filipino family. Yeah. And the way that they helped us was by taking care of me up until I was that age. Interesting. Then both of my parents got real jobs. My mom started cleaning houses regularly. Mm-hmm. My dad started fixing 
um, AC units and heating units. He still does that, but he he wind up he wind up yeah. Yeah. That's like everyday skills that you must know as well. Everyone has that issue, so yeah. It's good to me too. Yeah, I don't know if it's like with your parents, but you said your dad was wealthy. But um, isn't it crazy that our parents went to school where they grew up? They were even graduate. Oh, she didn't. Well, yeah, but even, like, even with that, like, as much as it's hard, probably, you know, in their home country, it's, I think, for the Philippines, at least, it's very hard to find jobs, and, like, for my mom, she was... It's, like, third world countries in a lot of stuff. Yeah, especially now, but for my mom, she tells me, like, stories of, she was basically, like, on her own at 17. Oh, no, I believe it. Me too. She was so strong, she worked in the city, she worked for prestigious people, she worked for CEOs, like, up there and then she sacrificed all of that to come here to work as a nanny or a domestic worker isn't that crazy yeah Yeah. no i completely understand that like my mom was so she was in a boy scout group Mm. and she's a girl oh wow and that was like you know there's a lot of machismo yeah in the hispanic culture Mm -hmm. which just means like you know very masculine oriented or like you know very misogynistic yeah so a woman being in a Boy Scout group was so taboo, but she was like, mm. I don't care. Like, that's tough. I know how to be awesome. Yeah, that is tough. She taught guys everything. Wow. And, like, she took care of them. She was the mama bear. That was, yeah. like, their actual, like, yeah. club scout name and whatever. Wow. So, you know, for her to step from there to a nanny and, like, caregiving, she felt she felt embarrassed. Yeah. Because she felt like, I have so much potential, but none of that... It's like transferring schools. You can't transfer those credits, you know? Right. So she can't transfer all of her hard work that Mm -hmm. she didn't prove to here because it's different credentials. Yeah. For us, like for for family, like that's a big sacrifice. It's a huge sacrifice. Oh my gosh. And she did it all for her previous family, like the one that she was raised with. Yeah. So I was very empathetic and she still talks about it to this day because it's Mm -hmm. just such a huge sacrifice she made. Yeah. So I understand the upbringing of, like, having that pressure of my parent did so much. Mm. How could I ever measure up? Mm-hmm. But you can't because you're not trying to immigrate to a new country. Right. You're not having the same struggles as they are. You're having new struggles. And now technology is a huge mm-hmm. playing factor. Yeah. So it's a different it's a different ball field. Do you feel the burden of your parents growing up? Like... Did you feel like, especially when we grow up, when we become teenagers, you know, we want our life to be our own eventually. Like, we ha- we want that sense of independence. Yeah. But did you ever feel the burden of, like, if I leave them, you know, would that be a burden to you? Would you have any heaviness because of that? Or is it easy for you? Or how, how do you think your parents react to that? Or, you know. I think it would be disgraceful. <laughs> yeah. Because, they, you know, the countries that we were, like, mm-hmm. raised up with, our nationalities. Yeah. It's only culture for the child to take care of the parent all mm, the time. That is true. Once they have, like, the yeah. financial stability and once they have that option. And now I try to, you know. I try to take care of my bills. I try to take care a little bit of theirs. Yeah. I try my best but i know that i want my independence and i want my own like sense of sanity yeah i think for me i think it was a little bit maybe a year or two years ago where i started feeling like oh wow i'm getting close to adulthood even though i was already already experiencing adulthood at a young age but it was actually hitting me and i was like you know i'm 
privileged to have more opportunities than my mom and to kind of start fresh as to her kind of adapting to things um but I always felt like I needed to stay and I was I had trouble like balancing like needing to stay and wanting to stay exactly you know you don't know what you want at that point yeah you want to be there for your parents exactly you want the best for your parents yeah but you also want to be able to be happy on your own and like see the world do yeah. things that you want to do yeah and i think it's different depending on what parents you have like i know some kids where their parents are just like oh you, you know you're ungrateful if you leave me and yeah. you know Mine's i <laughs> really they're, yeah yeah they're a little bit more in the guilt trip side of the spectrum and mm. i try not to say that it's just yeah, yeah. It, it is the way it is yeah and mom if you're ever listening to this <laughs> podcast and you understand english fully <laughs> i love yeah. you but <laughs> yeah i think with my mom um luckily she well she's a single parent so oh. i don't have like a father figure to like gotcha. ask advice from or like you know have two sides to run to um but luckily and this is something i've like learned throughout the years because first i would have the burden be like oh no i can never leave my mom right but actually she was like open to me saying that the way i raised you the 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 reason why i raised you um you know the way i raised you is to prepare you to be independent um because that's that's why they're so she's so strict is for her to prepare me in a way that I shouldn't feel that burden anymore to like have to and not even have the burden but it's like of course she wants you to go you know my mom wants me to go to school and like get Mm -hmm. a job that pays me well and be just comfortable and that's I think that's what all parents want at the end of the day and just because to be okay but they think that these are the only steps to be okay yeah I think that's where a lot of parents get it Mm -hmm. a little mixed up yeah and i think it depends on like your parents upbringing too because sometimes the way they were brought up it Mm -hmm. will kind of reflect on like you well yeah because i mean if they didn't get the education that they wish they could have gotten back then they're gonna really try to pressure that on you yeah and with my mom she was a little pressured on the education part but i'm just so glad that she didn't push it and wear I would hate her and resent her for it. Um, She made sure, even though she wouldn't always say it verbally, I know she wanted me to do what I loved personally. That's nice. Yeah, which is is nice. But sometimes it's just so hard to accept because it's like, but I owe so much to you. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? That's a nice mentality to have, though, on both ends. Yeah. It's a hard pill to swallow for you because it's like, I, I owe you so much. Yeah. But I feel like it's a nice place to be at, that both of you are not on bad terms, Mm -hmm. and then no one is pressuring each other into anything. Right. For me, it's a little different, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pressure, especially since I'm, like, the first child of a huge family, and Mm -hmm. I don't like affiliating myself with that family. Mm. I try to be very distant. For me, it was, like, my my hair is pink now. Yeah. It was so taboo for (laughs) for me to get my hair pink. Wait, did they get mad? They got pissed they got very pissed at me because wow. i'm supposed to be the proper child hmm. like I'm, I'm not the way i am with you yeah i'm not the way i am with anybody else i'm much more like back straight all the time proper yeah. chin up mm. and it's unfortunate because i can't be the way i would like to be with my parents how's like the openness like are you, how's the communication within your family they think i'm really open to them 
but that's only because I can f- I can make fillers. I can talk about my day and the insignificant yeah. things, and they'll think it's super significant. Yeah, I I'm like the fake Instagrammer to them. <laughs> really? Yeah, I wow. talk about the very superficial things to them, and they think it matters to me so much. And it's like that's not what I care about at all. Mm. I feel that. I yeah. care about bigger things. Yeah. I'm actually a person. Can you believe it? <laughs> I'm human. I'm not a doll. Yeah. Yeah. So I think because of all of the heavy load that they've been carrying since coming here, yeah. it's just them... I think it's their way of coping yeah. with everything that happened. And yeah. We're their second chance, in all honesty. Honestly. That's how they see us. And they'll they'll keep saying it. They'll keep repeating it to themselves. Like, they have to do better. But why? Because I gave birth to them. They are my kid. Mm-hmm. They're my second chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they feel like, um, I could be wrong, but it's like, I don't have enough time anymore to, for you to, like, slack off or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not focus on what's important. Like, I mm-hmm. want you to be like this and this and this. They're kind of living through you. Yeah, literally. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's, a, that's how I think about it. I mean, I point. feel like it might not be the best mentality to have, but I feel like that's how they truly feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, I mean, that's uh, like you said, it's a good feeling to make them proud. Um, yeah. Like, my mom also tried making jewelry and selling mm-hmm. them, but she unfortunately wasn't successful in that. Mm-hmm. And it was just Peruvian silver. Right. So I took up that side hustle. Right. And now I have Little Bunny's Charms. Yeah. Um, sponsored ad. <laughs> Yo, we're going to plug that in at the end. Slight plug. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you were open to it, like what mm-hmm. kind of jobs... Um, do you find yourself in right now so you know this right is fast forward now. to right. when we're able to actually work for ourselves mm-hmm. like yeah current our, our current situations mm-hmm. yeah yeah where are you like right now right now i have five jobs <laughs> <laughs> i have five jobs and i take four classes so my time is very filled Ooh. most of the time yeah um luckily i'm able to go to school now i'm technically a freshman and i'm 21 hmm. but i'm grateful that i get to go back to school yeah because due to unfortunate situations that happened right after high school my family almost got hurt really bad that took my time from school mm-hmm. and i was a very studious person mm-hmm. so that really hurt me mentally wise yeah um it kind of hurts the thought process that i was held back yeah because i could have been graduated by now i could have had my associate's degree in sonography i could have mm-hmm. been I could have been successful by now, mm-hmm. my, in my definition of what success is. And it, it, it was due because of those circumstances? It was because of those circumstances. Yeah. And that's just one of the unfortunate life events that can occur, you know? Right. I'm, it's not going to happen to everybody. And I'm glad that that's not going to happen to everybody. Right. But I'm glad that I got through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I am having the five jobs that I have now. I wish I didn't have to work so hard because i get tired yeah my body is so tired and so is my mind but i know that and is it that you have to i have to it's a necessity wow it's a necessity it's not that i want to have these five jobs wow well one of them is something that i really well two of them i would say two of them are something that i actually have a huge passion for Mm -hmm. i have passion in all my jobs in all honesty at least a little bit Mm -hmm. if i didn't i wouldn't be good at it 
Right. Because I know I'm good at it. Right. And yeah. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that I can carry and juggle those things. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people, whenever I say I have five jobs, people give me the look. Yeah. The yeah, look yeah, of, totally. are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. People can't even, like, laugh with one job. <laughs> There's people that can't make it with just one yeah. really low class yeah. job. It's like, how? Yeah. But they ask me, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. And it's out of necessity. Right. I don't have the choice of not doing them. Yeah. That's interesting. That's my unfortunate motivation. Yeah. For me, I guess I would say, like, I have... They're they're just, like, part-times. So no, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You me know? too. Yeah, yeah. Right. All of my jobs are part-time, right. you guys. I'm not dying I was completely. like, how are you doing no, full-time? Full I mean, that wouldn't even no. be possible, but... Three of them are, like, technically entrepreneur jobs. Got you. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, I juggle them through my spare time. Yeah. So, um, actually, so the setting we're recording in is actually my job currently. Uh-huh. Um, Squeezing in time yes. for a podcast. <laughs> that, that, and it's just, I think it's like... We are the epiphany of hustling right now. <laughs> for real. If only you saw it. So, yeah, yeah. So, if you listened to my podcast last season, I mentioned how I had an office job, which was one of the main causes of my hiatus. And at the same time, I had to get this job. Um, This job I'm doing right now is caretaking um, for the elderly. And this was something that wasn't supposed to be permanent, actually. This was something I just wanted to help my mom because we just moved. And it was a big transition because I have a half-brother who lives at our actual house. And, like, we barely see him because we are you know, we're restricted to stay here. I see. Um, I wouldn't want my mom to work 24 hours. So I, you know, I was willing to help her out. You want to give her time. Exactly, yeah. Um, Even though it sucks that, you know, my brother has to be away and not with us. Um, But, you know, I got to help her. And then gradually it became, do you want to work here? And, you know, it, it helped because I got to hang out with my mom more. But again, it's like not something that, people typically our age you know do they don't do this this is something they don't even middle-aged moms aunts yeah, you know yeah. ladies do a lot Men. of kids our age i call myself a kid still i know yeah. i'm 21 yeah. i know you're 20 but like yeah a lot of people really don't consider you even think about helping the elderly exactly and it's like one currency that you'll never be able to compensate is time yeah and so when i first started i was like dang am i really getting into this yeah um, i it feel so confined especially as a as a young person you're like yeah. dang like this i want to be out there now. with my friends yeah um but over time i started to like it and i found purpose in it in this there's, job really you're literally doing so much impact and you're giving an time to life. a person exactly so, so you're I've making learned, their day go by a little bit more easier exactly and i think it was because i adapted to it i learned from it and like i learned to find the good in it and i think that's what has helped us get through every job that we have like i also clean houses yeah. when i can i oh, yeah, i dog too. sit if i can i babysit when i can ah, yeah. <laughs> you know um <laughs> and i'm getting like a couple cents out of this podcast you know it's just yeah, like yeah. sometimes you have to it helps exactly like we don't take it for granted no not at all and um i can say like right now i'm very not like absolutely where i want to be but like i've been the most comfortable financially than i have since and i would never have guessed like i would never have guessed and like 
the great thing about it is like I just love kind of sharing that with other people mm-hmm. like when I did a giveaway like I don't care I don't mind spending money on people like you know it's something money comes in first yeah right and like when I was in that that stage of like wow you know I'm getting more than I would as a waitress for just doing this mm-hmm. and um but then I was like dang now what like I don't even know what to spend on like I don't even like shopping so I was like so what am I gonna do you know and I think that just proves that no no matter where we end up no matter how much money we get in the future like that will still never satisfy us no yeah yeah and so I wanted to talk to you about like what are the advantages of being in circumstances like this it really humbles you down (laughs) it forces you to be humble about everything it keeps you on the ground it does it's like oh you think that you can stand up right now you're not even allowed to kneel yeah you have to stay flat on the ground consistently Mm -hmm. because the moment that you try to something something somewhere is gonna say like no no give me all the things that you earned yeah oh just gonna take it yeah because I can. Yeah. 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 So it, it definitely humbles me down to have circumstances. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's a life skill, I guess. Yeah. That I'm gonna I'm gonna carry this on with me. Definitely. Yeah. I think it really teaches you um patience and resilience. Oh god, yeah. And like for our type of work, the things that we do. And keep in mind we're American, like you know, we were we, born here. We were born here, yet we're we experiencing the domestic worker oh, yeah. uh-huh. lifestyle, which yeah, is yeah. pretty crazy to me. And the thing is, like, for me, like, I don't have to have to. You know, it's like, I can leave right now. No, well, not really. But, like, <laughs> we don't have to. Yeah. Like, there's so much out there. We have but options. It's just our circumstances are limiting us, too. It also but we, has to do with our emotional standpoint. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying that we're going to be like this forever. Like, I completely we're gonna get know. out of this yeah yeah we are gonna get out of this but it's just like that's why patience comes with it exactly it takes a long this is teaching us so much time patience. It takes it's gonna feel time. like forever it's gonna feel like and forever. you physically are like beat with this type of work oh, yeah. if you don't work in like things like this like mm-hmm. having to clean mansions and houses oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're like unrelatable <laughs> maybe some of you can only we could (laughs) dude like i mean it was much easier when i was younger but when i get older like i can imagine like like my back hurts now i should not have that you're dehydrated your Mm. your hands are like just worn out like i do not have soft hands y'all like i have like workers hands like they're not like horrible but like my mom vaseline the heck out of my hands (laughs) every day like my feet too like worn out oh god yeah and so much calluses too um recently like my mom's getting more tired yeah like is getting more sick sometimes so it's like Mm -hmm. i don't mind like helping helping her and like doing the job for her once you've experienced it you know exactly how your parents feel like i can imagine like them getting older and like them having to still do this like that's that's not what you want for them but they have to but they have to yeah it's crazy it's i don't like the word destiny too much but Mm. it's kind of like this is how the cards are playing at this point in time and unless if someone wins the lottery then yeah and like um so yeah like well with our lifestyle i guess you can say it's like we have to work three four five times as more than 
than an average American mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever average. Yeah, average person, <laughs> typical person. Um, yeah. And I know there's even families out there that are struggling who are American too. Like it just yeah, depends yeah. on, you know. Financial wow. status plays a lot into Yeah. It. Were there ever times that you felt like giving up? Almost all the time. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day while I'm doing the job, I feel like I want to give up. Mm. In all honesty, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, as rewarding any of the jobs that I'm doing can be, there's times where I really just kind of want to change my name, mm. run away for a I little bit. I feel you, bro. Yeah. I feel you. You know how many times I thought about just changing my name, faking my death? Yeah. <laughs> and just leaving? Yeah. I thought, I think about it a little too I thought about that yesterday, actually. (laughs) Oh my gosh, now I think of it. I was losing a fast car and just like leaving, you know, (laughs) making something in my life other than this. Fill your gas tank, go anywhere. Yeah, literally. Yeah. 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 I think about that quite often. Mm -hmm. But then it's not that easy. If I only cared about the logistical aspects of myself, Mm -hmm. I probably would have already done it years ago. But I don't want to say unfortunately, but under the circumstance that I do have emotion, yeah, that yeah, I care about the people who took care of me. Exactly. I feel like I'm. I emotionally feel like I'm obligated mm-hmm. to give back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not because I want to. Mm-hmm. It's because I feel like I'm obligated to. Mm, Especially with the consistent "I did this for you." That is one of the hugest guilt trips I've ever gotten. <sighs> yeah. And I get it every day totally consistently so many times a day and it's a little heartbreaking that that's the situation that Mm -hmm. i'm at but in an ideal stance i would love to be rich so i can not hear that anymore i would pay anything to not hear that anymore yeah that's why i'm working i think we all like i feel like if i were ever to get rich right like yeah I feel like, for me, I feel like I wouldn't really know what to do. I feel like, I, I know there's so many opportunities there's you can do with money. There's a lot of things you can do with it. Yeah. I just, like, I'm, like, I always believe in manifestation and just, like, always working hard for what you want in life. Yeah. And I think circumstances are just so strong sometimes where it's, like, unrealistic, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is, like, scary. It's, like this could never happen yeah and it's like that's not what you want to tell yourself that's why i think accepting certain things and like working with what you have is like the only thing really that's going to help you get through you know when i was younger we can complain all we want but you know when i was younger i would only think about like the future Mm. and that stressed me out so bad yeah because you think Mm -hmm. i'm never gonna get out of here i'm never gonna get out of here and I would lose my hair so much. For real? Yeah. And oh my like, gosh. I would cry so much. I got gray hair. Is that like no, yeah. fourth grade? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? And, uh. you know, when you're a child, you're not too aware of yeah. like how socializing works. Mm-hmm. So I would beg for money. I was a beggar when I was a really? kid. Yeah. Wow. Like, I would ask people for money and they would just give it. And I said, Mom, Dad, look, I have money so we can pay rent. Because oh that was the only thing they would talk about. Yeah. And oh, wow. they eventually caught on to like, oh, no. Yeah. We did this. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's like a constant yeah, conversation. Um, it's just bills, bills, bills. Yeah. And then the only thing that they did to prevent, quote unquote, prevent mm-hmm. that was just say, stop being stressed about it. It's our problem. And it's like, 
You say that for one second of the day. Yeah. But then the rest of the seconds of the day, it's complaining about bills and bills mm. and bills. So that now that's something that's implemented in my brain. Like, yeah. I'm going to consistently have a bill for the rest of my life. So I have to consistently worry about it. Yeah. I have to consistently worry about, like, the bills in the future. Yeah. But one thing that I learned that helps me is to actually stop. Yeah. To only focus what's happening right now. Yeah. To take it in, take a couple of deep breaths, think about my breaths, think mm-hmm. about where I'm at right now, who am I with right now, what am I doing right now, Yeah, and get by one more day. That's my sense of peace. Mm. Well said. Thank well you. Well said. Thank you. Yeah. I said the same thing Um, my last episode. I was like, with my circumstances growing up, like, I always had to think ahead. I had to think about what I'm going to eat tomorrow, like... I'm gonna get home you know um what am I gonna do tomorrow you know what you know, what chores I have to do like constantly you know am I gonna get home safe tomorrow you know yeah. like yeah. do I have to take public transportation by myself like there's just so many factors I had to think about mm-hmm. ahead mm-hmm. um and it's stressful and I think it's, it's hard to live in the at moment. first it's it's like whatever because you have these emotions but you don't know how to understand them yet yeah. until a little later and then until you're like dang and that's why we're we become so moody and like like <laughs> lash out on our family but oh yeah yeah that happens quite a bit that's why again it's like patience like it'll come to you like you just have to wait. i think you, you just become so numb to it yeah a little bit so it's hustling the whole topic about it it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard and that's what hustling is. Yeah. It's hard working. Yeah. And like doing whatever you can to just get by. Yeah. And so. I think for me that's like but a great lesson too. Like I would rather work at something. Of course it would be nice to have everything, you know, handed to you there's no on a silver plate. That like end, Yeah, exactly. Like there's nothing that you can reflect on and be like, Wow, I did that. I feel like we wouldn't be able to have these type of conversations exactly yeah so I really value hard work like I really value people who work and just keep working even if they don't know what the future is yeah um I really I really respect that especially to like all the domestic workers like every immigrant here um every single one of us has played our part in one way or the other exactly yeah and in the end of the day we're still here anyone mm-hmm. listening to this is still here you mm-hmm. are still here yeah and that is what counts yeah. going by one more day at least exactly yeah i think that's in the end what it counts for that's mm-hmm. the whole purpose of humans we're mm-hmm. here to be here we're here to evolve we're here to grow yeah and everyone grows at different rates like yeah in different ways too ways yeah i feel like we matured in a lot more different ways yeah but we haven't matured in so many others i think because like we're so stressed Mm -hmm. it's because like our parents would compare like as Uh much as they're like i'm not comparing you (laughs) like mom you are comparing me (laughs) (laughs) but you know they compare you to the american dream like what you what you are destined for in this country and like how other families you know are well i don't like it when they expect us to be like a doctor and lawyer 
mm. because they worked hard. Luckily, my mom doesn't like the medical field, which is something Filipinos are known for. They are. Yes, but my mom hates medical wow. anything. So um, good for you guys. So she let me do art like throughout middle school and high school. She That's had no nice. problem. But um, since we're talking like about parents and kids. Fast forward to when you, if you have kids in the future or, uh, you know, if you have, you know, smaller individuals you feel like you're responsible of, whatever, mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. circumstance. Responsibility of human. Mm-hmm. How do you plan on sharing it, you know, your life whatever experience to them? Yeah. Are you going to hold any value to that or, or do you want to completely disregard what happened in the past and like just move forward? So... I've only recently started thinking about this because of my my love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a boyfriend, Aaron. I think I mentioned him in the last podcast, but um, we're still together, you guys. That's nice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't thought about having kids with anyone ever in my life because mm-hmm. I really genuinely did not think they were worth it. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but with Aaron, I I would love to have a family with him mm-hmm. in the future. Oh, that's in the future, yeah. I would never want to just have kids because I want to have kids. Oh I, yeah. I want to have kids because of being able to grow my own family. Right. Of course, it should always be like that. Especially you know. with the person that I'm with. Mm-hmm. I would love. I would be honored, in all honesty, to have a kid with him. Mm-hmm. We talk about it. You both understand that struggle. Yeah, aspect. it might not be the same struggles. No one is right. ever going to have the same struggles. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we both can relate to the fact that we are trying to earn whatever we're trying to earn, and we are working hard mm-hmm. for the ultimate goal of just being able to breathe and not be stressed about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And we both talked about it many times. Like, what would we do if we had kids? And it mostly would end up with, well, we're going to humble them down first of all. Like, we know we're going to be successful. We Mm -hmm. already have that mentality sorted out. He's in a good place financially. He could be better if he wanted to, but he chooses to stay where he he is at right now. He wants to pursue computer sciences, which is the future. And I'm like, that's great for you. Yeah. My ultimate, I would love to retire in cardiovascular engineering. Nice. And I know that's not going to go anywhere. So we're both having mentalities for the future. Mm-hmm. And we're both still going to consistently keep humbling ourselves down. Because these are honest jobs that yeah. you would work for. You're never going to stop working with them. Your brain right. is going to keep empowering itself. And right. With that being said, any kids that I have in the future... I'm going to make sure that they earn every cent Mm. (laughs) that they got. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make sure that they also don't understand the concept of allowance. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, what is allowance? I've never heard of it. Not in this colored household. (laughs) They're going to make sure that they understand every struggle. Oh, yeah. At least the concept of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be the same, too. I wouldn't ever throw my child under a bus. I wouldn't want them suffering. I wouldn't want to project all that frustration when I was younger. Oh, my gosh. We both, like, accepted if they ever decide to, like, start throwing a fit, Mm -hmm. he's going to make them run laps. I think that's what's great about, like, being a first gen is that we get both sides Mm -hmm. and where we can be better than our parents like our parents are great at the end of the day you know but i think that's what they want for us is to be better than them and to have a better life than they had you know 
hopefully I feel like that's the mentality that every parent has for their child. Yeah. For mm-hmm. you to be better than me in whatever aspect, emotionally, mentally, financially, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's what, in the end of the day, my parents want for me. Yeah. That's why they push me. Yeah. And I know maybe their parents didn't want that same thing for them, but I know in some ways they wanted that. Right. Maybe not in the most, like, softly loving way. Mm-hmm. But in the end of the day, that's that should be a goal in my headspace as a parent. Yeah. I just want, if I ever decide to bring a child into this world, another human being, mm-hmm. I want them to understand that it's okay to struggle and that is the point yes that is the point of life yeah without struggle you don't evolve and, and if you don't evolve mm. you're a blob yes and how unfortunate <laughs> blob. no i love that i love that i think teaching the value of struggle is important like what are you going to get out of it there's because yeah. i think a lot of i know that's like going off going on parents but like a lot of parents will tell their kids what to do but not explain why. Yeah. If you don't explain why, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? Yeah. And I got that so many times where I would just be told what to do and I didn't understand the reasoning behind any of it. Because mm-hmm. if it's like simple stuff like cleaning the dishes, why do I need to clean the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> but then it, if you gave me an actual explanation of this becomes dirty and if this becomes dirty over a couple of days mm-hmm. then it be then it has germs and if mm-hmm. it has germs you will die yes. <laughs> if they just explain that yeah i'm pretty sure my head would have been oh wow i should probably be doing this mm-hmm. then yeah and i think the crazy thing is that we will never know how we're gonna end up in the future oh, no. you know we're never gonna do yeah that. we're gonna be talking about this and in the future we're gonna be, be like hypocrites <laughs> i know <laughs> Which we're going to practice. That's why we have this on a recording. Yeah. So it's in history. If I have so kids we can and correct ourselves. <laughs> if we have kids and they're listening to this. Yeah. Love you, honey. <laughs> yeah. To kind of tie everything in, so what is some advice or words of encouragement you can share with those younger people or anyone else, you know, even our age, living in um, a lower privileged home or in like a home of struggle? What, what would you share with them with by your experience so just to like put it all down there i moved 16 times 16 times i've moved like 12 times i think listen you hit the double times too girl (laughs) like that's a struggle in itself yeah it's not gonna be easy yeah it's not gonna be easy i have five jobs and four classes moved 16 times was adopted because of necessity all of this was because of necessity Mm -hmm. none of this was because we wanted to do this Mm -hmm. with that being said that sounds very gloomy by the way (laughs) Um, (laughs) sorry not like that i I don't mean to be depressing about it but it's the honest reality it's reality yeah and i think it's important to it's very hit with reality yeah and accept reality there's going to be so many unfortunate events that happen in your life whether it's your parents passing away in a really awful accident or just in general mm-hmm. or the person who takes care of you disappears or a million different horrible things can happen to you. Mm-hmm. And it has for a lot of people, almost everybody. But in the end of the day, what matters is you. Yeah. And how you take it, how you move on. Yesterday night, my uncle passed away. Someone oh, really sorry. important to me. Sorry. thank you um the way i'm taking it is i'm just proud to mm-hmm. have known him 
Mm-hmm. And I'm proud that he struggled too in his life and he built the life he had. It humbles me back down because thinking about it, in the grand scheme of things, we're all not going to be here one day. Yeah. And that's okay. So what are you working for? Mm. Are you working to be happy? Are you working so that you can be peaceful? Are you working so that you don't have to work anymore? Mm-hmm. Whatever you're working for, make sure you're taking the proper steps and be extremely patient with whatever you're doing. Yeah. And understand that it is going to be okay. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I don't think there's like step-by-steps on how to overcome these things because it all comes with experience. Like you right. learn that. Like we can tell you as much advice as we can, but you will never truly understand it for yourself until you allow yourself and embrace yourself or embrace these things you around you. You can books so much. Right. Yeah. And um, I guess the best thing I can say is that in the situation you're in, um, I know a lot of times it's going to feel like, you know, you're just running constantly. Like there's no time to rest. Your mind's always, you know, constantly running and you're always thinking ahead and worrying and stressing. But I think to help it a little, at least a little, is to just be present and to take everything and to take everything as an opportunity to grow as to, you know, complaining about your circumstance. Because, you know, your circumstances can't change overnight, (laughs) you know, so you might as well work with it and um, see the light in everything because there's always something to look forward to or look towards in any circumstance and also I would say that you're not going to be there forever whether it's or even if you're going to be in that circumstance you know for a long time there's always something that's going to be added into your life to make it more fulfilling and it's not about it's not about surviving it's about fully living so I think you guys have to kind of write down what it means to you personally on what living is and what happiness is for you because i think growing up we're told how to be happy yeah but it's like only we can truly understand what makes us personally happy that makes sense the moment you stop asking why the moment you stop questioning anything Mm -hmm. is the moment that you accept things the way they are and you're gonna start noticing you're stuck yeah so i think the only thing And the only piece of advice I can actually truly give is never stop asking why. Mm, Yes. That's the whole point of Pauline Ponder. Yes. Girl, I'm taking notes. I'm tying it (laughs) in together. Taking notes, okay. (laughs) The whole point of Pauline Ponder is so you can ponder. Mm. So you can keep asking those questions to yourself so that you can keep improving whatever improving is to you. Right. And the moment that you notice that you have a slightest bit of improvement is the moment you're one step closer to whatever you want. Yes. And I think that's the only piece of it. That's the only piece of advice I could ever give anybody. Yeah. Never stop asking why. Never stop being hungry for more. Yes. I, I think I tied that in beautifully. You know, beautifully. That's awesome. With so much grace. Wow. Yes. Wow. I usually am really clumsy. <laughs> I know, I would have been stuttering by now. I know. (laughs) But yeah, that is pretty much it, unless you had anything to add. Oh, oh yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One of my side hustles is making jewelry. I I actually am starting to get into like cosplay jewelry too. 
Oh. Like, if anyone is aware of the Avatar, the last Airbender series. I know that was a large part of our childhood, and I haven't seen so much jewelry up on me, but I like crystals. I like cosplay. So if you ever want to check out my Instagram and my new website, it's Lopani's Charms. Yeah, and I didn't even tell you. I, I was know. like, I just started this girl needs the pictures. Mo- the moment that you just told me, hey, like, check, check Instagram. Because I turned off all notifications oh, on Instagram, so I, I wouldn't be able to know. Unless if you told me. Yeah. Or whatever. But uh, at the moment you told me that, I just started crying. Aww. I was in my bed, and I just started crying. And I was like, I called it Aaron, and I'm like, she did it. She did it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, she made a pot. She made, she did it. <laughs> I just started stuttering. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a photo shoot with my stuff on it. Yeah, of course, dude. Like, It makes me happy to see that you like it. Yeah, and, like, and I think like just it. knowing your... If I... I mean, I would support any, you know, local business or, like, small business. But, like, I think because I know you personally and because I know your story and your background and, you know, how, you know, how you've been brought up, that pushed me even more because I know exactly how it feels to... Um, try the best you can to do something that you actually love in yeah. the midst of working so hard i'm working hard but i oh, love yeah. what i do yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah no no problem with that um but like showing the world because we don't tell everyone we don't want that's not hate. something you brag about exactly yeah and then for you to show you know your talent and to show what you're all about you know that's very very important yeah it's like my little piece Pauline.ponders <laughs> for updates and um, yeah, thanks Nicole for such an awesome podcast. Thanks that for having awesome this conversation with me, Yeah, and sharing it with the world. <laughs> no problem. So if you like that, um, I guess give it a thumbs up and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. And I hope you guys enjoyed that one like we did. So don't forget to always love, to always be curious, and to always ponder. This video is sponsored by Little Pony's Charms. <laughs> yes! <laughs>